Hey, everybody, this is Christian Brindle, president and founder of Christian Brindle Insurance Services, an agency specializing in Medicare health plans, as well as the founder and admin of the Six Figure Medicare Agent Facebook community. And I am Glenn Shelton, founder and president of Lead Heroes, where we specialize in final expense and Medicare insurance leads. Every single Tuesday, guys, we have decided to come together and bring our forces together to talk about our two favorite subjects in the world, insurance and tacos. Henceforth, Taco Tuesday, let's taco about insurance. Every single Tuesday, we will live stream this show for the group Six Figure Medicare Agent at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't miss it. It can also be found everywhere that podcasts can be listened to, or you could watch the replay of the video up on our YouTube channel for the Six Figure Medicare Agent YouTube channel. Thanks so much for watching. Hope you enjoy, and let's get into this. All righty. It's just loading up here. I'm checking the group, and we are live. Taco Tuesday. You're What's sure it's going? not Margarita Monday? <laughs> we need to do a Margarita Monday. That's, that's, I, I love the idea of that. Um, I do too. Well, everybody, um, welcome to Taco Tuesday. Thank you so much for being here today. And um, Glenn is back. Yay. Welcome back, Glenn. Thanks you for having missed. me back. I missed you guys. You were missed. You were missed. Like, Everyone would get so bored talking to just me. They're just like looking at their watch. They're like, is this thing almost over? I'm like, what? damn it, I wish Glenn was here. You're just looking <laughs> for compliments. You're fishing. Did, did our ratings go down? Did we, <laughs> did we lose sponsorship deals, Christian? Since, since, I was gone. Well, since the Justin one, they fell off. But I, I, that's why we had to bring in a real, the real heavy hitters today. We have Aylin Hendricks here with us, the queen of the bundle. Um, hey, Aylin. hi. Thank you for being here. This is, it's, it's always a pleasure anytime we can do anything with you. Anytime I've ever been able to do a video with you, I've walked out of it just with a big smile on my face. Aww. So thank you so much don't for you, being don't here. Don't you call her your Medicare mom? She is. <laughs> she's, Medicare not mom. Just my, and she's not just my Medicare mom. She is like the whole industry's Medicare mom. You know? We should have Medicare mom Monday, you know, and just sing it Ooh. like the mamas and the papas. Medicare mom like Monday, that. you know, that kind of thing. I, I love it. You know? Because everyone's so stressed right now. With margaritas. Medicare yeah. mom Mondays. With margaritas. Exactly. Yes. We, I, I'm, I'm into it. I'm committed. I want to do a margarita Monday. One okay. of these days. I'm down. <laughs> and we can so, do vino Wednesdays. Yes. <laughs> now we're talking. Tacos so, are overrated. So, so I, I, before, I, before we start on here, I just wanted to unveil. I got some real fancy tacos today. Gosh, I knew you would. Where? Oh. I, where from? So it's from this place called Corn House. Mmm, that just sounds good. And it's mm-hmm. they opened up near our office, like just around the block here. And they have these corn, rice, and bean tacos. Mmm. And they're chili verde and everything. They're just Ooh. really, really good. I love the green sauce. Ooh, it's my favorite. Talking um, my language. That so- is my love language. You know, you can do all these tests, but there is nothing better than Tex-Mex. I don't need people to say I love you. I just need them to say, let's go to Enchiladas Olay or Mikasina, and I'm hooked. Well, you guys have the best Mexican food anywhere in Texas. Like, and it's not even close. So when when, when 8% rolls around next month, I'm looking forward to you know, in doubt, in, 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 in gorging myself, if you will. Which by the way, I know you had Scotty O'Brien on not too long ago. Yes. And he was talking about velvet taco and all these places he loves. Well, you know, he's kind of a transplant, you know, from South Dakota (laughs) to here. So I'll have to take all of us to the most run down dive shack. And that is where we will be indoctrinated to good Mexican food. I love that's, it. I love that's it. That's where I'm, all the all the good foods in the the diving shacks. Oh yeah. man. 
You ask yeah. some of the guys around here, I can make some carne guisada. You would think I got the Mexican in me and I wish I did because I love the food. So Galen, who would win in a cook-off? You or Tony Merwin? Well, it depends what we're making. If he's doing the brisket, I'm not even in the same league. You know, like I salivate when he posts that stuff. Like, why does he not share? You know, he could freeze back that stuff and send it to his friends. But if it came down to Carnegie Sava, yes, please. I'm kicking his butt. Hands Ooh. down. It's over. A challenge. Yeah. And I can also make some good Colorado chili verde too. And I don't oh, know why they chili. call it Colorado because man, Texas knows how to do that stuff upright. But, you know, we lean towards beef more than pork. So I'll give them that one. But I, I make those two very well. I love to cook Mexican food. So, yes. Tex well, next. Oof. I love it. I love mm -hmm. it. Um, well, I know one thing we were going to talk about on here was I know everybody wants to hear. I've, I've, I've gotten about five phone calls today from people I know in the oh. industry. I'm not going to name any names, but just wanting to talk to me about this whole insurance soup thing. Um, I got a lot of direct. So I woke up this morning and I must have had a hundred notifications on Facebook, like at least. Wow. And I was like, you're famous. Load. And um, <laughs> a bunch of direct messages, people calling me. They're like, you know, some people being like, um, there was a couple people that were like, if we could get you in contact, would you want to squash the beef? I'm like, there's no, oh beef. my, I gosh. don't know. I don't know these guys. They're, they're just, they're, I don't have a relationship. There's no beef, you know? I'm like, but let yeah, me, I mean, let me, before you get, I do want to hear more. I want to hear the, the whole story. man in the world. Yes. I also agree that with that. You are getting even somebody calling, do you need to squash the beef? I would like, well, they need to call me and squash it with me. Well, here's the problem. Nice. I, I totally agree with you, Galen. But here's here's what I believe the problem is, is if you build a business that's centered on someone else's platform, whether you're building a business around Amazon, Facebook, YouTube, whatever it is, that's a really scary thing because everyone has access to that same platform. You don't own the platform. The rules mm -hmm. for that platform could change at any time. And I think that's kind of part of the reason this whole experience happens and obviously it's not unique. I think a lot of us have kind of ex experienced this whole situation, but again, I'll kind of turn this back over to you, Christian, because for, for the yeah. details here, it's your story. Hang yeah. tight. They may be delivering my groceries. I know this is serious. Hold on one second. <laughs> <laughs> 2020 everybody. Groceries are coming to our I don't door. Want to my grocery bill. <laughs> but y'all keep talking. If she answers, so, I'll, I'll get off. So, so, um, while we're waiting for the queen to come back. That's oh. okay. It was uh, it was a solicitation call. <laughs> was it you, Glenn? Yeah, it was <laughs> me. Calling. It was my call. <laughs> you want to save money on your Medicare supplement plan? <laughs> um, hi, is this is this Galen? Um, <laughs> this is Eric over at Lead Heroes. We just. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's I might have had too much of that margarita right then, but y'all go right on ahead. I don't think you've had enough. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. Some of the people I, I watching out there would say differently, but we're okay with that. Well, I'm looking at the comment sections and like anytime Galen's on anything, there's always like tons of comments. They're like, oh, it's Galen. Galen's here. I want to watch Galen's here. So Galen's- the queen is, of the bundle. There's not anybody as beloved in the industry, I don't think, as Galen. And for, for, for good reason. You gotta um, have a comedian in every industry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Cliff Notes version. Of, of what happened. So basically I have, I mean, I don't have any relationship with these guys. You know, I don't know them from Adam. If I ran into them on the street, I would not recognize them. You know, it is what it is. You know, um, I was in the group for two weeks. I never posted anything. I noticed I got thrown out about four or five months ago, which is, I'm like, okay. I'm like, I don't know why I got thrown out, but who cares? You know, I'm like, it's not, a big part of what I do. It's not Are like if I got kicked out of coming to eight percent nation. I think so. I'm oh, okay. Sure. Well, maybe maybe we all ought to have a drink together, Christian. Oh man, <laughs> maybe so. Maybe so. I don't know. But 
Okay. But no, from from what from my understanding with those guys is, you know, they've they've built their business on the Facebook platform, like you said, Glenn. But right, Facebook they group. Their, they built their business with this persona that they're gonna be rougher and tougher than everybody and just bully people and windshield people. You know, um, basically, I put a Justin put the post up saying that, you know. Hey guys, I posted this post in insurance soup. Go check it out. And it proceeded to have a swarm of comments being like, Hey, I I can't see it. I got kicked out from people, just tons of people. So I come in and comment. I was like the 11th person or something like that. And I post, I said, I'm like, I got kicked out too. And because it's me that said it, everybody reacted. They're like, wait, you got kicked out. Why you got kicked out? And (laughs) so Christian Brindle got kicked out, which I'm like, So, so the guy sees my post and comes to start like attacking me, like brutally attacking me about it. And that's kind of where it started. Um, And I just was, I took the approach. I'm like, you're not the only person with a platform, you know? Um, But yeah, it's just really strange, you know, but like, it's been an outpouring of people being like, you know, they've been rude to me or they kicked me out or they did this to me, did that to me. Now I'm hearing everybody's story about interacting with these guys. Um, it's not a big deal. I slept like a baby last night and that's all I have to say about it. Well, are they more life driven or health driven? I mean, I know it's, they're going to be speaking almost, at 8% nation, but I don't know a ton about them. It's almost exclusively built on PNC. And so, right. you know, when I was involved in this group early on, there really wasn't a whole lot of other insurance Facebook groups. And so that's mm-hmm. why a lot of people went to their group and I'm, I'm, you know, being on the life and health side of the business, like we are and anyone else possibly listening to this, you know, obviously kind of split off and splintered off. We have all these different kind of Medicare senior insurance groups now, which I think is awesome. Um, But yeah, I mean, I, I've had kind of my own sharing in there that I've been slapped many times on the hand, threatened to get booted out. And I'm just like, I don't want to participate. You know, if, if me sharing content to try to help someone out, you know, someone posted about CRMs, you know, what, what CRM system should I use? And I have an article on my website of 10 different CRMs. It's none of them, none of them are affiliate links. Nothing on that page was directly monetized. It's purely me offering content to try to help another agent out, you know, and kind of give them a a point of view on the, on the situation. And, you know, it was, it was looked at as if I was totally just trying to self-promote myself. And I'm, and I was just like, that's, that wasn't the point of sharing at all. I mean, here's the thing. That's what insurance is about is promoting yourself. I mean, the thing is, the thing that I love about this business is that it doesn't matter gender. It doesn't matter color, doesn't matter race, doesn't matter age, you have a place in this business. You know, I have worked with insurance agents that have been 82 years old. And I've worked with insurance agents that were 18 years old. You know, so what if you're promoting yourself? I I don't understand why that's even a problem. You know, one of the things that I think has become a big deal in these groups is lead companies that are coming in And they do the slipknot deal. And, you know, like I told you, Glenn, before we ever met, I said, I told Christian, I want to do business with you. A lot of that has to do with the way people come in and advertise themselves, right? I think the day of cockiness, arrogance, and rudeness, everybody is at their level of it. You know, they just don't, they're over it. And a lot of it's because of what they're seeing on TV. But, you know, when I first started talking to Christian and he was telling me this, I was like you, Glenn. I was like, they kick Christian out? What are they doing? Are they kicking little (laughs) children to the side of the road? And, you know, these guys, I've gotten to kind of know, I think it's Michael McCormick. I think that's the right name. Yeah. Uh, When uh, Cody Askins asked me to be on 8% Nation, he was one of the first ones that welcomed me. So when y'all were saying insurance soup, I'm like, I know them. I know that name. How do I know that? And I just looked it up on Facebook, but you know, I just think it, and Christian and I were talking about this for you got on today. We, we we're in the grumpy season of AEP. Mm -hmm. Everybody is wearing their heart on their sleeve. They're stressed to the max. I don't know if you guys know Faye Horton, 
but she yeah. has, she has, yeah. I sell, uh, what is it? I sell medicareplans.com or I love Medicare plans. You know, Christian, you've been, I suggested yeah. uh, her to get to know you. She has a heart of gold. I mean, to me, that's like kicking Faye out of a group. You know, you would just never kick Faye out of a group. I mean, there's no doubt people that know me and have known me anytime. I can get testy if you pick on people I care about. <laughs> but most of the time. Mama's coming. Hey, I'm easy going. <laughs> I don't, I don't play with fire because one, this business has a short memory. I mean, you know, you might tick somebody off today and they may be mad at you for a couple of weeks. But one of the things, if you haven't gotten it in this industry, it's really big, but it's a small world. And Super if you small. tick off enough people, they're going to tell people about it. And one of the things that I always coach new agents on is like, look, don't burn that bridge. You may have to walk back over it. And walking back. I saw you over posted it. that the other day. I, I saw did. that post. Yeah, that yeah. was an excellent post. Thank you. And yeah. it's because I've had to walk back over those. And if I was just so arrogant that I couldn't even speak to somebody, well, it's not just that person you're offending. Everybody else in the room starts wondering why is that guy a nice guy? And he doesn't like her or he doesn't like him. And so it starts really hurting your character. And one of the things that I put in that post is people will fact check you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so if you're out yeah. there being yeah. braggy and Making saying, stuff up. yeah, saying yeah. you did, you didn't do. I wrote a million dollars last year. Oh, they're going to yeah, fact really? check Really? Yeah. Let's know? talk to a couple uplines. Cause if you wrote that much, I'm sure we, we, we can find out. <laughs> oh, I had a lady agent, a uh, private message me the other day. She had an issue with, uh, I think it was Aetna. And she said, Hey, I know, you know, people over there, can you help me with this case? And I said, sure, let me see what I can do. And so I immediately, uh, I don't know if y'all have ever met Jennifer Henson, but she's amazing at Aetna. And I literally just sent her a sweet text and just said, hey, can you check on this for us? And lo and behold, she had it handled in five minutes. Well, if you're out there creating, let's just for the better word, is it five o'clock somewhere? It is. If they're out there creating <laughs> crap, they're going to have crap come back at them super fast and super hard. Yep. And you know, everybody's, this is a copycat business, right? Mm -hmm. But there are certain things in this business that are proprietary. And you know, when somebody has lifted your stuff, you know, when somebody stole it or somebody's using it without your permission. And that's just wrong. I mean, I don't care who it is. I don't care what they're doing. It's just wrong. But there's going to come a time when there's going to be something really similar like medicare.gov <laughs> where <laughs> everything in that book is going to be on everybody's portal or everybody's website so we know what is not ours and we know what is the medicare worlds to share and i think if you do want help from another competitor or a friend you pick up the phone you call them and you say hey can you help me with this? And one of the things I've learned in the Medicare world over the under age 65 world is they're a whole lot nicer in the Medicare world than they are in the old under age 65. But the old under age 65 is learning lessons every day and starting to come back and starting to be kinder. And I think we could really take a page out of a book and just literally say, hey, this is a testy season, but let's be kind to each other. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, that dude might've had a bad day, but you know, you don't take it out on somebody that's in your group. You pick up yeah. the phone or you email him. I mean, that's the cool thing about Facebook. You have a way of private messaging and saying, Hey, what did you mean by that? Maybe I misunderstood, but it's so easy to just go off and yeah, man, if attention's what you want, you're getting it. But I don't know if that's the kind of attention you want. I mean, yeah, to kind of build off what you said there, Galen, which I loved everything you said. I do think we're getting to a point right now. And, you know, AP is part of it. Obviously, in our world, we have the election, which is now 60, 70 days away. 
which is just right around the corner. We have this pandemic that's been building all year. We have unemployment benefits that like no longer exist for a lot of people that need them. You know, family members are getting sick. All of this stuff I feel like is coming to a boiling point. And there's just so much anger out there. So I definitely yes. think we could all do better to try to give people a benefit of the doubt, especially your prospects. You know, if you're mm -hmm. talking to someone and, and they're upset, you call a lead, right? They're screaming at you. Well, you know, oh, I'm sorry. Can I call you back at another time? You know, I, I didn't mean to, to interrupt you. What, whatever the situation is, I definitely think we can do that. Mm -hmm. One thing that I really am dying to ask you, Galen, because this is our first time chatting, and I've, I've heard this name, the queen of the bundle, so many times, and I love it. And I wanted to share a quick little kind of anecdotal story about cross-selling in my salesmanship history. So I got one of my first real sales jobs was at Verizon Wireless. And at Verizon Wireless, the sales training is really, listen, they're coming in, they're going to buy that cell phone. You don't need to sell them on the cell phone. They're, they're at the store, they're gonna buy the cell phone. Your job as a salesperson is to see what else in the store you can sell them. You know, hey, what, what are you doing for your home internet? Um, you know, let's talk about the accessories for the device that you're buying today. Um, you know, maybe you need internet on the go. You know, they're cross sell. They called it pull through. That was Verizon's cross selling metaphor. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think it's ingenious. And I have asked insurance aid coming into the industry, and, and I've done my own cross selling over the years. And I've talked to agents all the time. I'm like, why aren't you offering this? You know, you're already talking to seniors. Why aren't you talking about cancer insurance? Why aren't you talking about final expense? Why aren't you talking about home health care, dental, whatever it is? And there's so much fear around losing the initial sale, right? I'm selling you Medicare. And this is what agents are telling me. They're saying, Glenn, I'm scared. I'm not going to get this Medicare sale. And you're, at you're telling me to talk to him about X, Y, Z. And the stats all show if you have multiple policies in the house, you know, you're going to retain that policy more likely. That client's probably going to be happier. You know, again, personally, when I had someone who was paying more money in premium, they were typically happier clients and they typically had a better persistency for me personally too. But, you know, I would love to hear more about kind of your history with cross-selling, what kind of drove you to getting this title, which I think is brilliant. And also a little bit about kind of what your go-to cross-selling is, like what products or policies are you typically cross-selling? Well, so... When I got started in the business, we were cross-selling everything. You know, at the end of the day, the guy that I was working with, it was always, you can sell something to somebody. So when I started my own cross-selling in our company, really, I told everybody in our agency, we're bringing on this guaranteed issue dental vision and hearing product. And the last I checked, almost everybody you're going to talk to has either got their teeth or they got their eyes, or they got their hearing. And if you're lucky, they got the trifecta. They got all of them. And so with this guaranteed issue plan, there's no reason not to sell something. So you always lead in with your lead product. So if it's an underage 65 lead, you're going to lead in with your base health insurance policy. And I lost Glenn somehow. Camera down. I'm back. And so... Um, and if it's MedSup, you're going to start with MedSup or MedAdvantage. But one of the things that struck me, and it takes a lot to frustrate me or irritate me, but one of the things that happened in a call center we were training is I was teaching him how to sell cancer with MedAdvantage. And his comment to me, and I think my business partner, Taylor, was there. He said, well, I'm not going to sell that garbage because I'm going to lose the MedAdvantage sale. Oof. And I said, well, why aren't you doing your job? Yep. Your job is to make sure your clients understand the product you're selling. And if they can't afford the 6,700 out of pocket for chemo and radiation, then you have them in the wrong plan yep. because a zero premium plan is a pay as you go plan. And not only are they going to be out 6,700, they're going to be out 6,700 times two, most likely because nobody gets diagnosed with cancer in January and finishes chemo in December. But that 6,700 resets. So if they get diagnosed in June, they start their first chemo in July, they're not finished by December 31st. 
they're going to start over. So now you've got two 6700s. So the secret of selling a bundle is to be able to ask questions that start with, and you know, Glenn, in telemarketing world, you never ask somebody a question that starts with does or do, because that promotes a yes or a no. Right. When you start a question with who, what, when, where, why, how, yep. the customer's going to answer. And so like you in the Verizon, you know, who's going to pay for your phone if you lose it? Yep. Well, their mom and dad's not going to pay for it if they're in there buying it on their own. So they need the insurance on the phone. Exactly. So with cross-selling cancer, it's who's going to pay the 6700 You know, will they be okay being the burden? Will they be okay handling the burden? You know, because what you need to ask that client is if you can't afford 6,700 times one times two, that's bad. But if you tell me you can't afford the monthly premium of $30, then that means for sure you can't afford 6,700. And you have a lot of agents that tend to take easy way outs um, because it's easier to sell a hospital indemnity plan because it covers all illnesses. But even if a person has the worst cardiac event they can have, which is $114,000 surgery, the most they're going to be out of pocket is $1,450. They cannot hit the max that they would have to pay on that plan. There's no possible way. We have asked agents to figure it out on a med advantage. What is the maximum you're going to hit on Dr. Copay's emergency rooms? All that great stuff. You never hit it. But on cancer, you hit it fast. Like that. Like in month one. Yeah. And so not only are you dealing with the 6,700 times two or times one, whatever the case may be, you also, with a med advantage and med sub, have to remember the most miraculous part of cancer, which is the PDP part of it or the MAPD part of it. One's just integrated, one's a standalone. But what ends up happening is, is especially now, these seniors are not able to go get chemo treatment because they can't be around people that may have COVID. So they're being prescribed now Part D drugs for chemo or immunotherapy. Mm -hmm. And they're a lot more expensive mm -hmm. and they think the donut hole is what cost them. It's not the donut hole. It's the 5% catastrophic threshold. So when an agent selling a client and then they talk about the 20%, that client is still hearing zero premium. So 20% to them is never going to be more than $20 or more than $100. They're thinking small potatoes. 5% on a catastrophic threshold, none of them think that's going to be $14,000 out of their pocket. And for Revlimid, that's what it is. And if you're on Revlimid, you're probably going to be on it for the rest of your life. So being able to buy a cancer plan the younger you are is even better. So if agents are in off season and they're used to working a turning 65 top lead, they now should be working 50 to 64. And the reason I love that marketplace is if you look at AARP, why it got started, it was a man and woman that originally came together and were talking about it. But that's the group that you want to start preparing for what happens at 65. That's why so much final expense is sold in 50 to 64. If you sell cancer plans in 50 to 64, they're locking in the rate. If you sell a short-term recovery plan, they're locking in the rate based on their age because carriers don't raise premiums on those unless they're a cancer plan that's on a term life schedule or a term right. life chassis. But Aetna and the ones that we represent, which is Aetna, is um, <laughs> on a health chassis. And so there's no reason to raise that rate because if you buy 10,000 when you're 30, it's still worth $10,000 when you're 60. There's no inflation on it. So those are the things that if you use the education right. opportunity, you start becoming that hero to that client instead of a zero you know, you start showing them how you can help them. And that's what I love about the whole cross-selling aspect is helping the client.
So yeah, I think quick, just a quick stat. And I'm curious if either of you have heard this before. I want to say it's something like if you live past 60 years old, you have like a 50% chance of having some type of cancer. Absolutely uh, true. Yeah. The stat that's in the Aetna brochure is even stronger to me because wow. if you're over the age of 55, 77% of the cancers occur in people 55 and older. Wow. <sighs> So it's not one out of one, like life insurance. I mean, that's pretty much a hundred percent. You don't get the money your family does, but like my dad who ended up dying of cancer. And I always say financial stress killed my father. Uh, If he would have had a cancer plan, I think he would have been able to live out the three years because they gave him six weeks to three years. He lived five weeks and five days. And if he said it once, he said it three or four times. But it was, I just wish the death would come sooner because I have life insurance. I don't want to be a burden. I know I'm going to die. And, you know, my dad was my best friend. And that was absolutely the hardest thing for me to hear. Um, But I look at the cancer plan as his legacy because I just see all the people I've sold personally a cancer plan to, plus all the agents I'm training. My word, I just got a report from Aetna, Steve Patton earlier today, where during COVID, we knocked it out of the park because we coached all these MedAdvantage agents to call back their blocks of business. And they got really good at saying, hey, Mrs. Jones, how are you doing? I just went through this training. I didn't even know this product existed when I talked to you. I want to make sure you at least know it's available. And, you know, I'm going to get three no's from you. And, you know, we coach agents to say that, just like you said about being nice to your prospects. You know, whenever somebody would tell me when I was running a lead room that the lead wasn't interested my comeback was always the same. You must have not been interesting <laughs> because, you know, uh, a lead is nothing but somebody to have. Kaylin, I need to, with. if you ever need a job, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> so. But it's true. I mean, yeah. it's just a, it's, it's like if you were to meet somebody on the street, you know, you don't run from that person. You don't go into your husband or your wife and you say, oh, they weren't interested. So I walked in the house you have a conversation with them and you let them know why you moved in that neighborhood, why you do what you do. I think it's a cop out. And, and I'm not real good at that. Um, because you know, for me, this business is all about competition and succeeding, but when you can help somebody else really see a 30% jump in their income and they're protecting somebody from probably the most horrible disease in our lifetime, which is cancer. You know, that's why the pandemic, I tell people all the time, you have a better statistical chance of getting cancer than you do COVID. But we are shutting down economies uh, for COVID, but we're not as agents taking cancer seriously enough to talk to our clients about it. And that makes me sad. I mean, that's why I get so passionate about it. And, you know, I, I have no problem telling an agent you didn't do your job. No. They didn't. Galen, Galen <laughs> I, I had something yes, I wanted to ask you. Um, sure. you everybody, everybody thinks Classy. of... Did you see that? Everybody thinks of you, Galen, what, um, as the queen of the bundle, as they should, Right. But I don't think you get enough credit for being a great ambassador of our industry. And what I mean by that is like, you know, a lot of you guys that are in 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 six figure Medicare agent, you know, probably remember I had a problem a couple of months ago with two of my Manhattan life dental vision hearing clients, something that they was totally their fault. Wasn't Manhattan's fault at all. They had their policy lapse. They changed their credit card kind of thing happens all the time. And they went six months before they quote unquote, didn't realize it. I mean, like you said, you know, who knows if they didn't really realize it, but you know, you went above and beyond helping me get that reinstated for those clients. They're happy as can be. I mean, Mm. and, and there are so many people in our industry that just rave about you, including me. Um, and I know we've talked about this before, but 
why do you think insurance has taken a turn from maybe 20 years ago, you know, being so cutthroat? And it probably still is in a certain extent, but we're, we're more of a community now than ever. You know, like what we're doing now probably would never have been possible, despite the technology deficiencies, but it never would have been possible 20 years ago. What, what, what do you, do you see anything particular that's caused that shift? I, you know, I really do. And, and I've, I've been very open about it in certain circles. You know, one of the reasons I love being in the Medicare side of the business is um, there's no real prejudice in it. You know, um, when I came back to MedSup, because I started in MedSup, but when I came back in MedSup back in 2001, I just noticed everybody was kinder everybody was more gentle and everybody was helpful. And, you know, that's more my speed. I love to help people, you know, and I appreciate you saying I'm an ambassador, but I just think sometimes when you're the age I am and you've been in this business as long as I have, you know, that's my 32? job. 35 years. I've been in this business. I thought but you I'm were 52 57. years old. I thought I was guessing 32 years old, Galen. I wasn't guessing how long I know. I, I love you, Glenn. But, <laughs> uh, you know, it, that's my job and it's my responsibility. And hopefully what I'm doing is setting a path that others will walk down when they have the opportunity to help somebody. And I'm just very fortunate. I have very good relationships with carriers in this business. And I really try hard uh, to keep my credibility in check. So I don't ask them to do anything that I think would jeopardize their jobs or jeopardize the company. And if it's something that truthfully you can show that a client just really did make a mistake. I love the fact that Manhattan gave those people the benefit of the doubt. I've seen Aetna do it many times. Um, you know, I have good friends at Cigna that have done things for me over the years. Um, there's a company that Cigna owns called United Teachers Associates. That's where I really got my start in the cancer business. I started selling with a company by the name of Columbia Universal and then Freedom. But I ended up meeting a guy by the name of David Morgan, who owned United Teachers Associates. And he saw something in me I didn't even see in myself. So when I do these podcasts or people say, hey, how did you break the glass ceiling? You work in a male-dominated business and you don't even have a problem with it. And I'm like, well, one, I never saw a glass ceiling. You know, I'm, I'm very well protected by the gentlemen in this business. I mean, they're the first to my defense if somebody wants to tear me a new one. Um, that's a Texas term, by the way. Um, but at the same time, uh, I am friends with a lot of, uh, people in the insurance business that are my son's age and they're very protective of me. I'm Medicare mom, you know, that, uh, does not bother me at all. As a matter of fact, I take it as a huge compliment. Uh, and, and I enjoy being around those guys because they are so full of life and energy and feel blessed and they're not negative, you know, negative things happen to them, but the way that they handle things just is amazing. You know, one of my most favorite people in this business, uh, and I have several, but one that I absolutely love being around is uh, Robert Beige. Um, you know, he's Medicare Bob, but Bobby and I have had some really good times together. There's pictures of us all over Facebook where we have given Jagger Esh all kinds of crap. And, you know, we've had our pictures taken with the Tampa Bay quarterback. And, you know, we just have a good time. And it's because he doesn't take it seriously. You know, one of the things he said to me when we were in Costa Rica at the banker's trip was, is, you know, there are people out there that have sick children and there's not anything they can do for them. We can always go make more money. We're in a job and a position where we have the ability to go make more money. And then I've got another great friend by the name of Danielle Roberts that Christian has interviewed. And she is one of the most amazing women I know. Um, we have a very good relationship. She coincidentally lives in Fort Worth, but she's another great businesswoman. She uh, is incredible. Um, so I just, I'm really, really blessed by the people I get to hang out with. So I think it makes it easy to do things for people when they're kind, 
and you know, Christian, obviously you're one of the kindest people on the planet. That's where this started out at. Um, but you know, it's, it's fun to help people makes you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a hundred percent. I mean, it's, it's the coolest thing. Cause like when I first started, I was basically, you know, I had in terms of people I knew in the industry, I knew my dad, I knew one of my best friends who started with me, but wasn't always around, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and I knew people that my dad knew, you know, I didn't know anybody else in the industry when I was first starting out. And there's this sense of loneliness. I think a lot of agents have that I've certainly have felt. And, you know, I'd say, you know, getting to meet people like you, people like Glenn, people like, you know, Beish, people like Justin, people like Joanna, anybody that I know in the industry that why, is just... Why did I think it was Bach? I feel like I've heard people say Robert Bach. Is that just They're me wrong. making things They're, up? Okay. I, re- I remember we were doing... Um, we were doing we were doing a taco tuesday and you kept saying it that way and i didn't i didn't correct you i was just i'm sorry if you're watching this i didn't know (laughs) but i I, I even i even i even walked away from that taco tuesday wondering i'm like have i been saying it wrong all this time (laughs) i I swear i thought it was uh bach like the famous musician for some reason all the guys will tell you anytime we're on an incentive trip or we're together i'm always like bobby bass get over here i mean it's something right out of water boy (laughs) but uh he is just a ton of fun and and he makes people want to have fun when they're around and you know and and i just got I mean, that's, you've heard, you've talked about Justin and Jagger and and there's just so many great guys in this business that just make it fun. You know, Scotty's another one, Sean, my son's a ton of fun. And, you know, and I, I'm very fortunate uh, to have a business partner, uh, Taylor Martin, that we, we just have a ton of fun together. When we go travel, I mean, people crack up because, you know, he'll call me his work wife, but we'll end up at a concert. Like we had a bunch of recruiting to do in New York. We were going to, I think we we're going to Connecticut or somewhere. And we ended up going to see John Cougar Mellencamp and everybody was like, what are y'all doing? And then we saw the Eagles in Kansas city. And, you know, those are just things you can't do in just any other business. You know, it's, I have friends that do all kinds of different things and they're like, I want to be you when I grow up. And and I want to be me when I grow up. I mean, I am just so blessed by being asked to be on things like this and, you know, be able to share what we do. And, um, you know, and I'm really excited about this year. I think COVID did a lot of good things for people. I think one, it made them appreciate their families more. Certainly did me. Um, I've never been home this much in my entire career. So that's that's been a game changer. But it's also made us really be able to help agents who have said, man, I don't know if I can sell over the phone. And we've taught them how to do that. Or we've taught them how to call and sell a cancer plan. And we're, we're seeing record numbers because of it. So super excited about what some of the agents are getting ready to see. Because when you cross sell, just like Verizon had Glenn doing that, you know, insurance companies don't make a ton of money off Medicare because they're squeezing those premiums as as tight as they can. So the more, and Christian and I, our very first talk was one on this. And and I touched a lot of nerves with a lot of people because I said, if they don't start selling ancillary, they may look at a commission cut down the road. It's the same way with the Verizon folks. If they don't sell all those little things that go with it, you know, they're making such small margins on the phones especially after you look at export taxes and all that great stuff. So I think it's, I think it's been a game changer. Obviously everybody has been like, I'm ready for this to be over, but there's also things you can look back at this time and go, man, I learned this and I did that. And, you know, that's kind of the way I like to live my life. I I like to look at the positives and be excited about the blessings and, Honestly, I've not met one successful insurance agent that has not ever been just grateful. It's crazy. The ones that aren't successful aren't so grateful, but the ones that are, are incredibly grateful and they're giving people. And so I love that part of this business. I'm, I'm super grateful for COVID in the sense of the insurance carriers having to work with remote agents. 
You know, mm-hmm. that's something that I feel like I've been fighting for since I got into the industry like 10 years ago. And, you know, again, coming from a technology background, Verizon and, and coming into this industry, I just remember thinking like, this is crazy. Like, why are we faxing applications? You know, mm-hmm. so I think that's one thing that COVID definitely did um, from a beneficial standpoint, you know, forcing carriers to help remote agents be more successful. And I think that's something that we're going to see moving forward, regardless of the pandemic. I totally agree. I couldn't agree more. Galen. We're getting close to about five o'clock here. Where can people find you? Where can people follow you? Um, Talk about Queen of the Bundle Facebook page for a second. So obviously, um, I probably don't pay attention to that as much as I should uh, because I'm so busy following all you guys. But obviously, we have the Facebook page, Queen of the Bundle. And again, that was an idea of, I actually think that was a conversation with me and um, Medicare Bob, you know, I was like, I need a moniker. And he was like, well, I I think he said queen of the bundle. I mean, I should be giving myself credit, but he may have given me, may have given me that. But, you know, the cool thing is, is that we are on Facebook. Uh, We are part, you know, I, I'm a, a CEO of senior security benefits. They can obviously go out there and find us through uh, senior security benefits. Um, That's one thing I'm very proud of is my team. You know, I get to work every day with some of the best people in this industry. Uh, Our marketers, I feel like, are some of the kindest people on the planet. Uh, They're very knowledgeable. Uh, As my son will say, you know, you're more of the unicorn and fairy tale girl. We're more of the engineering mind over here. But that's what makes us work. And, um, you know, I have a great operations staff uh, headed up by Shauna Hendricks. I have a great uh, sales team headed up by Cece Colson. I mean, I just got some really great people and they all work great together. We have Monday morning sales meetings. We call them Monday morning motivational minutes. And this last week we had to talk about error control. Because, you know, we're going into the busiest season of the year and we were making errors we shouldn't have made that we all make, but we were making a little too many. And I'm just really proud of the way my team took that criticism and said, hey, yeah, we'll fix it. So, yeah, everybody can find me on Queen of the Bundle. You know, I'm on social media. I'm probably the most uh, active social media 57-year-old you'll find. But um, I love it. Hey, and at the end of the month, we're going to be at 8% nation. Um, Of course, my son's like, are we sure that's a good idea with still COVID going on? And I don't know, but I'm looking forward to it. It'll be be fun to be around people. Yeah. And um, and I love motivating people. You know, I, I think that that's one of the things that I'm very blessed that God gave me a gift of. I like for everybody to be happy and excited about what we're doing. And, you know, sometimes people, you know, are so nice and say, man, I could hear you talk all day. And I'm sure those that are like, would you shut up? (laughs) But um, I'm an insurance agent and we talk. That's what we do. That's right. That's what we do. Sorry. Any any, any person that tells you to shut up, Galen, I will ban them from this (laughs) quick fast and in a hurry. Awesome. Man. it's not gonna fly that 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 should go in the rules like the rules you have to agree to when you join um yeah. are you a medicare agent um are you this are you that do you agree to be nice to galen hendrix at all times <laughs> well be. they are i i'm very blessed i don't have anybody that's really mean to me and um like i said i i get so much more out of this than what i give it is it's just a ton of fun for me. I mean, like who else is going to sit in their house at five o'clock, have a margarita and be able to talk with people that they work with. And, you know, most people at five o'clock are like, I'm done. You know, it's the Johnny paycheck thing. Take this job and shove it kind of mindset. And I just love, we don't have that. And I think you guys starting this up is really good. I will take credit for Monday margarita day. Just to say. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm super excited. I think this is going to be a great AEP. Um, I think a lot of people Agreed. are going to find out it's going to be more fun than they ever thought. And I think a lot of med advantage agents are going to start writing a lot of plan in Mm. Uh, on MedSup because I think they're starting to find out when they do the cancer presentation that a lot of these people shouldn't be in zero premium. 
they can't afford the liability. Um, and so I think we're going to see a whole lot more MedSup sales than we've ever seen before. So I'm super excited about that. I'm all for more MedSup sales. Me too. Yeah. Christian, well, are you? Say again. Are you excited about more MedSup sales? I am excited about every selling everything, but of course, more MedSup sales. I love selling MedSups. And of course, you know, we're going to be doing some big orders with Glenn, this AEP. We're planning on it. So I mean, is there anybody better to get you some MedSup leads than Lead Heroes? I don't know of any. Oh, we well, do. I didn't know about it till today. So I would say no. <laughs> now you know, Gail. No am. excuses. Me and Cece are fixing to have a conversation with Glenn. Yeah, I'm excited. No, I'm really excited and, and appreciate you coming on, Galen, and, and chatting yes. with us and talking about something that I think is just, again, a huge missed opportunity among agents cross-selling. Um, and, you know, when we're talking about leads, you know, your cost to acquire a client, you've already paid that. So why not get more value, get more commission dollars, a higher return on your investment? And again, it's typically better for the client. And it's better for you. It's better for the industry. It's better for all of us, right? You know so, what's better than the stock market, Glenn? Do tell. When a CPA goes down and ROI goes up. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's that's true. That, yeah, talking about uh, you know, I have a, a family member. He's always looking at like ten percent return. You know, that's always his goal. And when I yeah, when you look at uh, CPAs and marketing dollars, I'm like, man, you know, I'm I am a uh, a CMO at heart, uh, chief marketing officer. It's, it's what I do. It's what I eat, sleep and breathe. And I definitely look at, you know, ROI. I'm actually literally, I have an email coming out tomorrow. That's talking about, you know, you make, you buy 40 leads from us. You make one sale. This is what your ROI looks like. You make two sales. This is what your ROI looks like. So it's, it's so important. And I do think that, uh, like you're saying, I mean, compared to some investment opportunities, Christian, I know you've, uh, You've been bragging about some uh, stock stock deals you've made this year and you've made some money on. Um, but yeah, I think investing in yourself, right? As an agent in your business and figuring out uh, a solid way of spending marketing dollars and bringing clients in through the door, it's hard to beat that from an mm -hmm. ROI perspective. And, and invested awesome. a lot more back into the business than any stocks. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> smart. That's the way to go, my friend. Smart. Well, everybody, thank you so much for taking some time to tune in. Um, if you're not following Lead Heroes on every social media platform from YouTube to the Facebook group hey to everything, go check them out. If you're not following Queen of the Bundle, go check that out. Um, and thank you both for being here with me. I always love Taco Tuesday. I look forward to it. My whole office does too because I buy them tacos every Tuesday. Well, <laughs> Glad to be back. You're a great guy. Well, thank you guys. This was an absolute yeah. pleasure and y'all have a great week and I wish everybody that's tuned in a great AEP. I know this is a stressful time, but it's also the most rewarding time. So super 100%. excited. We'll see you guys next Tuesday. Stay All right. Bye guys.